everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Malavika and today I'm here alone. I'm going to be doing our very first solo episode. I don't have my co-host with me today. It's always so hard for our schedules to align and for us to find a good time that we can sit down and record with each other, especially when we're not together. But surprisingly, even when I go back home and we try to record, it's just so hard trying to find time to sit down and be intentional about recording this podcast. So we decided that we're going to do a couple of solo episodes here and there. And this is the first one. So this episode, I'm literally just going to be talking and thought dumping, word vomiting, my thoughts on this topic. The reason I thought this would be an interesting episode to make is because I am about to hit my seven month anniversary of working my full-time job, which is insane because it feels like it's only been a couple of months, but at the same time, it feels like because I do this every single day for eight to 10 hours a day, I am so in the routine of things and getting more and more acclimated to my firm and how they do things there. And so I don't feel so, so new anymore. But sometimes I wonder, like, when can I stop using the excuse? Oh, I'm new. I'm new. You know, I'm a first year. When can I stop using that? Obviously, like when I hit my one year mark, I'm not going to be able to use the first year excuse. But I don't know. I feel like you never really stop learning. But being able to use the excuse or being able to be like, oh, I'm new to the firm. That's why I don't know how to do this or do that. And why I'm asking so many questions is is kind of a lifesaver sometimes. So while I've been a postgrad for technically over a year now, it only truly started feeling like it when I moved out and started working because my limbo period was just living at home and trying to figure out what to do with my life before I moved and like started my big girl job and moved to a different city than and state than my parents. So... In December of 2022, I graduated undergrad, and then for seven months, I was living at home. I literally, I I commuted my last semester, so I had actually been living at home for a while by that point, but I was at home, and I was working a silly little part-time job um, at Crumble Cookies, and that was an interesting experience. I only worked there for three months. Um, I don't even remember what those months were, like... February to May or something like that or March to May something like that um and then I wanted to give myself about a month off before I started my full-time job and moved and everything like that so that period was really interesting because I didn't have any responsibilities anymore I graduated school and I bring this up very intentionally because I do kind of want to contrast like my life when I was in that limbo period, my mindset, my physical and mental health versus like how it is now and how I've changed and grown and morphed basically throughout this period of time because it's February now and in December of 2023, obviously that was one year officially of being post-grad and I don't know, I kind of feel like I so, I'm so far removed from school but at the same time it's only been a year and I'm still only 22 so I don't know time is very weird so I know everybody says that postgrad is one of the most stark transitions you'll have in your life possibly more than high school to college and I totally agree with that because there's still like that stepping stool in high school in ways when you enter college like you have a set schedule you're basically thrown into 
the environment and community that's made for you to take advantage of resources, clubs, peers, friends, and like a lot of other things on campus. You do like have more of a sense of self-accountability because obviously teachers in high school will hold your hand a lot more, but it's nothing like what you experience when you enter your first job or your career or the real world when you graduate college and start the rest of your life, basically. I know we've talked about this before, but college was not the best three and a half years of my life. I kind of came to peace with that while I was still in college. Just going through all the things that I was going through at that time and being like, am I not experiencing the same college that other people are experiencing? Because this is not fun for me. Um, And I kind of knew when I was in college that I was not one of the people that peaked in college. And that's fine because some people they do peak in college and that's amazing for them and they have the best four years of their life in college but that was not for me and so I kind of felt like in college I was always yearning for more and I think that's interesting because I have always had a problem with not being able to stay present I'm like always looking into the future always being like what's next what's next what's next like I don't want to be here like I want to be there and just looking to the future and honestly now that I'm in the real world post-grad working my career I (laughs) kind of I've been trying to work on that a lot more and just be very, very intentional with the thoughts that come across my mind when I'm realizing like, oh, I'm not actually in this moment right now. And I think especially when you're post-grad, you really start to realize you're not getting any younger and life is literally only going to get harder from here. So you're like, okay, I actually want to stay in the now. I don't want it to get any harder than this. And so, yeah, in college, I was always like, I want to graduate. And graduating was always such an exciting event for me because it meant that I could finally go out into the world, reinvent myself to who I've always wanted to be and who I always knew I could be versus the person that I was in college, I think, is just like a completely different person than who I am today. And I just really wanted to start indulging in the things that I knew made me genuinely happy. So during my seven months of time at home, I could use that time to do whatever I wanted to do. This is like an insane privilege that not a lot of people are afforded. And I look back on that time now and I'm immensely grateful for being able to live so slowly and so restfully at home. And that's literally exactly how I would describe it to be. A lot of people think, oh, you graduated and you live at home. First of all, especially in this generation with millennials and Gen Z, a majority of people graduate and live at home with their parents and I'm so grateful that that stigma has just been completely obliterated because who can afford to live in this economy and if we are able to spend more time with our parents as they're getting older as we're getting older make more memories with them save so much money and set ourselves up for success why would you not do that if you don't have to move for a job or you don't have to move for a very specific reason That is a wonderful way to spend your time post-grad. But like I said, that is a privilege that not a lot of people are afforded. And so I was just feeling extremely grateful that I have parents who love to have me home, will always have me home and welcome me with open arms. They were delighted when I was home for that long. And so my experience really wasn't anything negative. Like I look back at that time and like I said, I just feel really happy that I got to do that. Like I said before, up until that point in my life, I kind of always felt like I was in a race or on a hamster wheel that just never stopped turning. 
which meant that I could never stop either. I was constantly doing something and always felt pressure in so many ways. Like in high school, I think I was doing like so many different things at the same time. I literally don't even remember when I slept, how I had time to do homework, how I woke up, worked out, went to high school, did all my 20 different extracurriculars. And I just don't know how I had the energy to do all that because now at this point, I just go to work and come back and I'm exhausted. And I'm like, I don't even know if I can like have social plans because I'm so exhausted. And when I graduated college and truly, like so truly had no obligations, no deadlines, no homework, no exams, no one relying on me, I was able to sit and really kind of take an audit of my life of sorts and be like, how do I want to spend this time? Because I may never get this time back. I knew when I graduated that I, this period of my life would be extremely monumental and so crucial and I really needed to take advantage of it to the fullest because once you start working full-time, unless you're taking a sabbatical and you're able to financially support yourself through that sabbatical and you've really planned for it or God forbid something happens in which you're not able to work anymore, you're always working. Like, yes, we have like days off or like a week off for, for Christmas break or whatever, but it's truly just not enough. You're never going to get literally seven months for me. Some people only get one or two months after they graduate. Like I got seven months that I was able to do nothing. And so I was like, okay, how do I want to spend this time? I need to be so smart about this because I'm never going to get this back. So anyways, long story short, I literally did nothing but anything and everything that I wanted to do during that time, if that makes sense. I created like a perfect routine for myself. I woke up early, but not too early. Not like how I wake up now. Like I was not waking up at 5 or 5.30 a.m. Um, but I was waking up at like 7 or 8, which is like a very, very normal time. I was so well rested. I went to the gym consistently. I worked out at our local YMCA and just like, first of all, I love the facility. I love working out there. And so... I got really strong and confident in my physical capabilities. I was feeling really confident in myself in general. Um, I got a part-time job that I didn't love, but it was silly and fun and like very, very low stakes, like the opposite of what I do now. And that's kind of how I spent my time. I would go do my part-time job. I'd come back. I made lots of videos and fell back in love with creating. I used to make videos here and there in college but never really had the drive or the motivation to do it even though I knew I loved creating and making videos and editing videos but poor mental health will just not allow you to indulge in your hobbies and so I was just not in the right mental space in college to create and once I graduated I was like I'm gonna take this back and I'm gonna own it and so I was making videos, I was making like days in my life as a postgrad, what I eat in a week, all these like fun little videos that I just had so much fun spending my time on and making. I started this podcast, I journaled consistently, I journaled literally every day guys, it was, I'm so impressed with myself because I still have that journal and I look back and the entire thing is filled, I've never been able to do that with the journal before and so I was able to do that because I had the time for it and I had like the mental capacity to journal in the mornings or journal at night. And it was basically just everything that I wanted to do minus the financial freedom because I was barely making any money with my part-time job, but I was living at home. So like it wasn't, it was fine. And so, yeah, that was, 
that was my seven months. I feel like I really fed my inner child during those months. I voraciously read, got right back into reading, spent so much time, any time, any free time that I had reading, watching YouTube videos, movies, shows, like it was just the best time, guys. I had no responsibilities. It was insane. But at the same time, like obviously I was extremely excited to move to New York because I interned in New York the year before, lived there for two months over the summer, and I love New York. I love living here. I love the city. I I think like every time I go outside, I'm like, wow, I can't believe I live here. Like that sounds so cliche, but I'm still like, what the heck? I'm so, so lucky. And I love this place. And so I moved to New York and like I just missed living in New York. There was just something about like being able to walk anywhere and the accessibility to everything, just being so close to everything, hanging out with my friends. Um, I just missed it. I was aching to go back and create new memories and just like make it my home. I'm the queen of romanticizing. So I was ready to fully romanticize my life in New York City and like working my full-time job. So now let's pivot a little bit into my full-time job. So I went into this job with no expectations because yes, I interned at my company last summer or like the summer before I started working full-time, but like an internship I truly feel is not indicative of any firm that you're about to work for, at least like from the collective experiences that I've heard, you're not tested in any form as an intern and you shouldn't be it's literally just a summer of like shadowing and having fun um so I don't like fault any company and especially not my firm for that but I was just I knew like going in I was like it's gonna be so different than my internship so I had no expectations I went in thinking I really want to like this I really want to be passionate about my work and be really good at my work and so That was kind of like my mindset going in. So the first couple of months of working were literally just me being completely blind and learning how to do anything at my company in general, just like acclimating myself to this new environment and still oblivious and like hopeful. I was very jaded. I was, I was like, okay, well, this is my full-time job and this is so cool. I'm an adult and I get to like go into my office and wear cute corporate clothes and I get paid like a big girl salary. And you know, like everything is so novel at that point. And once again, I'm the queen of romanticizing and I kind of love that about myself. I'm not going to lie. Like I think it's a good quality because sometimes you just need a little bit of magic in your life. And I definitely feel like I know how to create that in situations. And so I was like, I'm becoming the woman that younger me would have wanted me to be. And so that was just really fulfilling, I think. So around October, I started getting hit with a good amount of work. And of course, like the weather was changing. It was getting darker out earlier. And it had me realizing like working full time is my life. It's not my job, despite what people want you to think with the work-life balance and everything like You are spending 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And right now it's way later than 5 p.m. for me. But back then it was more like a a regular 8 to 5. You are spending the entire day working. And then at 5 p.m., especially when it's like the fall and winter time, it's dark outside. You come home. You want to make dinner. 
you have to like force yourself to make plans with people or get yourself outside so you're not isolating yourself in your apartment all day planned around your work you plan your life around working and it really should be the other way around but I started to realize oh this is this is my entire life and then the weekend comes and it's two days and it goes by in a blur because you're trying to pack in like all your social plans and take advantage of the weekend and then you're like wait I still need to fill my own cup and then it's Monday again and you're like shoot and then the work days just go by so quickly and there's so much to do you don't even have time to really think about anything else and so that cycle was just that cycle just continues so I was kind of starting to realize this kind of around October but yeah I was like wait I can't just like go to the gym whenever I want anymore I have to plan every aspect of my life to fit it into a very specific daily routine like I have to go to the gym uh, for like this amount of hours before work and then when I come home from work I have like this amount of hours to cook and clean and then you know like but you I want like 30 minutes to read my book and then I want a journal so like when am I going to fit that in and then I need to do laundry and and just like all of this stuff pretty much everything in my life I was realizing had to follow a very specific routine in order for me to be able to do all the things I wanted to do and those things were kind of the things that I was talking about earlier, right? Like journaling, reading, all the things that I loved. I was falling so behind on my videos. I was so inspired to make content because I was in New York and I could be one of those like New York City corporate girlies, but I just did not have the willpower at the end of the day and the strength to like sit down on my laptop after already staring at a screen all day to edit videos. Even if it's something that I love to do and something that really allows me to be creative in my own ways you just want to rot at the end of the day and that's just how it is we fell off of podcasting consistently because my sister is obviously a PhD student she's extremely busy she doesn't even have a regular nine to five she's just working all the time both of us got busy and I just didn't know how creating anything would fit into my schedule anymore by the end of our days both of us wouldn't want to like pick up a a mic and like talk and create an episode because we were like we're exhausted like there's nothing for us to talk about at first I really wasn't taking the work home but then it started to just be so all-encompassing especially when you get off of work like I said between five to six then it's dinner time then you don't really have much time to do anything else like hang out with your friends and in the colder months like it's cold outside so you can't you know go on your walks or whatever like I am the queen also of going on my evening walks I love an evening walk and not being able to do that because it gets darker earlier and so it's you just don't feel as safe and also it's freezing cold outside it was hard and it still is hard for me so then like kind of started to set in that this is what life is going to be like until I retire and that thought is extremely extremely depressing and recently I've been seeing a lot of TikToks too that are like can you guys believe that like we just have to go to work every single day and then come home and we're still not happy and I was like oh that kind of hit like I go to work all day and I come home and then I'm like oh I have to do this again tomorrow and every single day after that like there's no end like you know how when you're in college or when you're in school You have summer breaks and winter breaks. We don't even have that. Like, I'm just going to work every single day. There's no summer break for me. So, yeah. 
So while I don't have a single entrepreneurial bone in my body, I was kind of starting to understand why people were quitting their full-time stable jobs and starting their own companies and doing like their own things. I'm definitely someone who thrives off of routine. Anybody who knows me will say that. But it's been difficult for me to get up these past six months and find motivation to go on because it's all very mundane and... I don't know. It's just been hard too because like I know the things that I like to do. I know the ways that I like to spend my time. I know what I'm passionate about. And obviously the more you go on in your career, you just learn a lot about what you want and what you don't want for yourself in a job. And so those realizations have really been starting to hit me. And it's amazing because This career has really given me so much so far in these past seven months and I'm really, really grateful. I know I sound like I'm complaining a lot, but like I'm not complaining really about like my job or my firm necessarily. It's just like capitalism. Like everybody is going through this. It doesn't matter what firm you work at or what company you work for. Like you are going to work every single day and unless you're the very, very lucky few, you're probably not extremely passionate about your job. You're not going there feeling inspired and energized to spend eight to 10 hours of your day working at this computer or doing whatever you do. And then you come home and you have so many more responsibilities still. Like I'm just exhausted. And I think that's what I've realized. Like, I guess this is what adulting is like. I have been sulking and adulting literally. It's It's been tough. And through all of this, my mental health has gone up and down so much. I've been down in the dumps for quite a bit now. I think, obviously, just the winter blues hit me really hard. And now the weather is... It's still really cold, but the sun is setting a little later, which is really nice because now I leave work and it's still light out. But... Yeah, it's it's been really hard recently, I think, as somebody who I feel like has just been having a lot of realizations about life and like my career and my job and what I want for myself. It's been difficult. I think it's just really, really tough to not have something that is keeping me going every single day. Like I'm doing this job because it's my salary like it pays me and I'm really grateful to be a part of this firm and this community and I love my coworkers. I love my teams I'm so grateful to love my teams like seriously I'm surrounded by the best people and they make my job and my everyday so much better but at the end of the day like we're all just staring at computer screens sitting at a desk being sedentary and like working a corporate job and I don't know. I just find it really hard to believe that some people are genuinely like passionate about this and excited to come to work every single day. And recently, especially with just my poor mental health and feeling very, very down, I've been trying to change my mindset around things and just try to be a little bit more optimistic. I wouldn't say I'm pessimistic. I mean, uh, I'm kind of pessimistic. But I'm trying to be more optimistic and have a better mindset and a better attitude because I actually really do believe that the energy that you put out into the world, you receive back. Like if you're a negative Nelly and you're just going about your day being so upset and sad all the time, which is valid and you should definitely feel that and express that and like validate your own emotions. I just feel like if you're like that all the time, you're not making anything better for yourself. And so 
I've been trying to wake up and be like, I'm so lucky. <laughs> and if you listen to our last episode, you know, I'm so lucky is like the theme of this year. Um, I'm so lucky to have a job and I'm so lucky that I'm surrounded by really good people. And I'm so lucky that I love New York City and I get to live here. And I've just been telling myself like every day is a new day and just take this task as it comes. Do your best be a kind person, have a good attitude. And that's all you can really do every single day. Just be kind, have a good attitude, ask questions. Um, I don't know. I've just been really trying to switch up the way that I think about things and my mindset. And that's been making my days definitely more bearable. Just me intentionally being like, hey, you deserve to have a good day today. So we're going to do everything in our power to have a good day. And so that's kind of how my days have been going. So I kind of wanted to end this episode on some thoughts and things that I learned as a post-grad. When do you stop calling yourself a post-grad is also my next question. People who graduated in May, like my regular graduating class, is it just like one year after you graduate? Because then there's a new post-grad class and you're like, oh, I just am a 23-year-old. Like, I don't know. Somebody let me know. Um, but what I learned as a postgrad adult who newly entered the workforce and her career. The first thing is that you are utterly and completely responsible for your own social life. No one's going to force you to hang out with them after the workday, especially as an adult. Like n- adult friendships are so, so intentional. Nobody's going to like ask you, hey, let's hang out in the winter when it's pitch black outside and 30 degrees. Nobody's going to be asking you to do that. You have to take charge of that and create plans that allow you to relax and fill you up in ways that maybe your job does not. You have to know what you want in your adult friendships, the kind of energy that you want from the people that you surround yourself with and take control of that because I learned that it's extremely easy to isolate myself, sit in my apartment, do nothing. On my work from home days, I'll literally go to the gym sometimes and that's the only time that I leave. I have to get myself to leave the apartment and make plans or else I will literally sit here all day. And I hate that. Like once I realize at like 8 p.m. that I've been sat at my desk working and now have been inside all day, I'm not the type of person who wants to be inside all day. I want to be outside. I want to be doing things. I want to be with my friends or at least if not even with my friends, I just want to be like going on a walk and exploring things by myself and so I realized that is something that you need to take charge of yourself the second thing is having the privilege of working for yourself being an influencer being your own boss having your career having your own company doing your own thing in general is an extreme privilege that a lot of people are not and cannot be afforded some people their circumstances are such that they literally have to work jobs that they hate because they do not have the financial freedom. They don't have the financial support that they need in order to venture out on their own, become an entrepreneur, own their own business, be an influencer. Like if you have been able to get successful doing that, I'm not saying that it didn't, it probably didn't take super, super hard work for all these entrepreneurs and business owners and influencers and all that. Like I know it's extremely, extremely hard work in its own way, but the more that I 
work my corporate job, work my full-time job, I am realizing, wow, do I wish that I could be at home recording podcasts and making YouTube videos all day because I a thousand and one percent would, but some of us just don't have that privilege. The next thing is that you have to find silver linings in situations or else you'll literally not be able to go on. And this is kind of what I was talking about before with the positive attitude. You have to be able to find reasons to continue going on or create those reasons for yourself or it's going to be impossible to survive in this corporate world and really like the whole world in general. Because sometimes you realize like there are going to be situations Every day I encounter these situations where I'm like, are you serious right now? Like, are you for real? And I get so negative. And then I'm like, you know what? No, we can't. We can't be doing this negativity. And so I always try. Sometimes a good amount of time I'm not successful on this. And it's still something that I have to like reprogram my brain into doing. Because sometimes when you've just been so used to like being beat down or put in positions that you're uncomfortable in or you don't like you're not like your brain is just not used to finding the silver linings but this is something that I have really been trying to do recently and honestly like I said before it really does make the days and the situations a lot more bearable and then the last thing is that everyone is in the same boat as you when you first graduate college especially when you move to a new city so making friends is really not as hard as you think it may be and this is coming from somebody who didn't have a lot of friends in college and is not really friends with a good amount of people that I knew in college. I have like my friend group from college, but that's only like four other people. I also just don't have friends from high school. I have my one best friend that I've known since I was 12. She's still my best friend. She's the only person that I still talk to from high school. Like I'm not somebody who's ever really had an abundance of friends. Like I've never really been that girl with a huge friend group. I've always wanted to be, but I never have been. And so I realized once you graduate college in this huge, huge world, and especially for me, like living in New York City, there's so many different types of people and everybody's in such a different place. But at the same time, as a postgrad, you're at such an advantage of just reinventing yourself and introducing yourself to new people because this is the perfect time to do it like I mean there's always a perfect time to make friends but you know what I mean when you are freshly graduated college there's so many fresh postgrads also moving to New York City also working corporate jobs you already have so much in common it's never going to be this easy again to make friends and so just reminding myself also in general that everybody's in the same boat everybody's also lost Nobody really knows what they're doing in their career. None of us can afford houses. None of us can even really afford to live, period. So you know what? That is a huge comfort for me. And I always tell myself that because it's really hard to not compare yourself as a 20-something in your career, feeling like, oh, maybe I should have done this or I should have done that. And I'm somebody who's really horrible at making decisions. And so I'm always thinking, what if? But just thinking like, hey nobody's really sure of anything at this point in life so you're fine but yeah this is the end of kind of like my thought dump my throat is dry so I need to drink some water but yeah thank you so much for listening if you made it to the end um this was really weird for me to talk into a mic by myself but it was also really nice I think I needed to get all of this off of my chest and I hope that 
other people can relate to the feelings that I feel and the things that I said in this episode. And yeah, can't wait to be back again with my co-host, but thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.